to the KC Morning Show. And now we return to our list of 1,001 reasons not to buy the Apple Vision Pro headset. 456, you look like a tool. 459, you can't even keep track of sunglasses. How are you going to keep track of this? 460, if they break, you're stuck with a pair of $3,500 ski goggles. 461, you already don't socialize. And this will make you stay inside even more. 462, they leave strap marks on your body. And that's why you pay a dominatrix. Stay tuned for more reasons not to buy the Apple Vision Pro headset. Is it over yet? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? The week. Yeah, it's been that kind of week, girlfriend. But, uh, hey, TGI hump day, huh? I want to call it Wednesday hump day. Well, too bad. That's what we're calling it. My hump, my hump, my hump day. Uh-oh. G- guess what day it is. It's hump day. <laughs> and also, showtime. Check it out. always been a major league town. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And you know why? It is because our people in Kansas City, we have always swung for the fences. And every so often, y'all, we hit it out of the park. What we are not is a billionaire's backyard. And we sure as hell are not going to subsidize his playthings on the playground. Talking about downtown stadium, April 2nd, the question is on the ballot. The 3 8 cent sales tax. They want that on you for another 40 years. Yeah, 40 years. It's gonna be like $2 billion. The team is valued at like 1.2. Might as well just buy them. I mean, I think that's the only way that we get some sort of return on this investment. You know, an ROI that's not displacement or gentrification because you know so far that's all we've got so on the show today we have tim smith he is leading the opposition against the tax the committee against new royals stadium taxes they got a press conference today we'll talk more about that in just a matter of moments Rate, review, subscribe, do that thing you do, Kansas City. In fact, go ahead and uh, go ahead and share this one. It's pretty good, pretty pretty good. My name's Hartzell. It is a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. Absolutely, that is what you do, Kansas City. Not some billionaire ass. No, that is what you do. Back in your feeds tomorrow. We will see you. In the morning. Bye. To the track. No outs to go. The Royals have won the 1985 World Series. The KC Morning Show. Y'all have heard me talk about it. This is Boo Boo. 
But let's have a learned individual tell you about that. Tim Smith is a part of and is actually the founder of the Committee Against New Royals Stadium Taxes. We have some official opposition. I love it. Tim, welcome to the show. Thank you, Harso. I appreciate you having me. Oh, man, absolutely. So let's just jump right in. And I want to go back to like 2021, actually, because people seem to have forgotten this press conference that was held supposedly to talk about the general manager of the time, Dayton Moore. But this little nugget that was in there at the end, John Sherman, again, this is 21. So we're still very much in a global pandemic threatening to move his new team because they want to go downtown. I was insulted by that from Jump Street, and it seems to have been left out of where we currently are now. But what were your thoughts? Well, I mean, initially, upon hearing that, I mean, it's it's sort of part of the course, right? For a lot of these billionaire sports teams owners, they always threaten to leave town in order to get public monies for their projects. And so I didn't pay too much attention to it at the time. But as we sort of went along here, this buildup has resulted in a downtown stadium proposal that is really being flatly rejected by not only the business owners that do business in the crossroads, but really across Jackson County with people who have affinity for Kauffman Stadium and the memories at that stadium and ballpark. Mr. Sherman underestimated the will of the people in Jackson County, and he overestimated his ability to get what he wants. Now they're about to spend a whole lot of money, but I think that the opposition that we're working on is going to be successful because I think we're on the people's side. And we had a meeting last night, the Crossroads Community Association, and to see the visceral reactions, I'm talking tears in some of these folks' eyes, and to feel so powerless, it seems so like an inevitability at this point, but y'all, that does not have to be the case. In fact, Tim, You made some moving remarks last night, and I do want to get you to maybe even repeat some of those. But if you can also, before we get to that, break down the process as it has been to date. We had County Legislator Megan Marshall also attended this forum last night, and she was able to give us some details. If I may, these are my words, not hers or yours. The fact that this question, as is, is even on the ballot, in my opinion, is complete malpractice from the legislature. But what are your thoughts on those negotiations, the backroom deals? Folks are voting now, by the way. So tell us about this. I couldn't agree more. I think the last three or four months, um, the sort of machinations behind the scenes that got us here, it's very disheartening. Quite frankly, it's a big reason why people hate politics. People who trust their elected officials to guide them in the right direction and be transparent, provide information to them that they can use to make decisions with their life are often sold down the river anytime big money shows up in a room. And so I think that's sort of what happened with this situation. You had owners and representatives from the Royals making deals with members on the Jackson County Legislature, members from down at City Hall whether it's the mayor's office or various city council people, to cut a deal without really having to be transparent with the public about what the public were actually going to get. We also saw some of these members, these elected officials, go out into the public and do town hall meetings, not really giving an accurate picture of where things stood at the time. 
but were basically carrying the talking points for the Kansas City Royals to move us closer to putting something on the ballot that never should have been placed on the ballot to begin with. There was so much unknown still. A lot has been said about how this tax is no different than the tax that we've always had since 2006. It's just the same three-eighths in sales tax. Well, it's not. The ballot language states that it's a repeal of that old tax and that it's going to be a new tax that replaces it, that doubles the term and doubles the amount that taxpayers will be on the line for to the tune of $2 billion over 40 years. It's also important to remember, too, that back in 2006, when we had a sales tax on the ballot then, lease agreements with the teams had already been finalized. Community benefits agreements had already been finalized with the teams. That is not the case this time around. As we sit here this morning, we still don't have legally binding CBAs, legally binding lease agreements with either of the sports teams, and they want $2 billion. That is insanity. And the fact that people voted for these people to get <laughs> to usher this reality into existence is quite frankly amazing. But I know that voters have long memories. And when these people come up for re-election, they are not soon going to forget being placed in this position. So here we are. Point blank, this is a tax on the working class. This is a regressive tax. And I'm hoping you can explain to folks what that means and why it disproportionately does affect poor folks, folks of color. Absolutely. Any sales tax is regressive in the sense that the less you make, whether a paycheck or in the gig economy, whatever income you make, the less that it is, a sales tax hits you harder because you have less money to spend. You know, the person spending $300 on a steak dinner at Capitol Grill, you know, they can afford to pay that extra sales tax. So it doesn't matter to them. But the person buying that pack of Roman noodles to feed their kid at the end of the day, well, they can't afford six, seven, eight, nine, ten cent more on anything. They're literally living on the margins. And with this sales tax, it doesn't matter whether or not you're buying Roman noodles or whether you're buying T-bone steak. You got to pay and they should get something in return for that. And right now, nothing has been promised to them at all. They're literally looking down the barrel of a gun and being told, empty your pockets. And that's the reality of what this April 2nd ballot measure is right now. You know, you spoke about the meeting last night. I was both encouraged and discouraged at the same time. I was encouraged because it demonstrated to me that there's some really good people in Jackson County that are some of the most earnest and sincere people that you ever want to meet. They just want fairness. They just want people to be honest with them, and they intend to do the same. I was very discouraged because I saw the mayor of Kansas City in the room last night. I saw Sarah Dorsey Torville, the executive vice president of the Royals. I saw Brooke Sherman, the vice president and CEO of the Kansas City Royals in the room. And none of them, despite months now talking to the media and making promises about billions of dollars in economic impact to the region for if this downtown stadium goes through, despite months of promises that they're going to have a CBA in place before we go to vote, we were in a room last night with paper taped to the wall, and they were 
They were conducting a meeting asking people what they wanted before the wrecking ball came through to destroy their businesses. And they were going to take that information back to the Royals and hopefully give these people some peanuts on the way out. That is the definition of cruelty. It's inhumane. It's indifferent. It's not who we are as a city, as a county. It doesn't represent our values. And we have to flatly reject it on April 2nd because, quite frankly, we don't have any more time left to negotiate with the Kansas City Royals in good faith. They've proven they don't have a desire to do that. Now they're running out the clock and they have a campaign committee set up with $1 million in it as we speak today that they're going to spend to try to convince people that their destruction is something that they should be celebrating. Jesus Christ. The cast of characters who are going to try to push this billionaire bailout across the finish line. Do you know who they are? Can you break down some of these some of these folks? Well, I'd imagine it's probably be the same usual suspects. You'll have uh, Mayor Quentin Lucas out there making it sound like Disney World. You'll have members of the Jackson County Legislature, whether it's the Duran McGee's of the world or the Manny Abarcus trying to convince people that this is just so awesome. You know, it's interesting because I've seen a lot of media bloviating from legislator Manny Abarca. The crossroads sits in his district, and he was glaringly absent last night. I haven't seen him speak to the reality of how eminent domain is going to be used against these business owners who refuse to sell. I haven't heard him say anything about the fact that questions about how this is a new tax and not an extension I haven't heard him answer any questions about why for months now he's been out in the public selling this as just an extension on the tax when he knows that isn't true. I haven't heard him speak at all about the fact that the Royals continue to say, and he continues to say for the Royals, that Kauffman Stadium, it's not feasible to repair it. But there's a Burns and McDonald report, maintenance report, that says the stadium is in world-class condition. These are things that are not in the gray area. These are white and black things. These are lies being told, and there's the truth. And when you can't count on your elected officials who represent your district to tell you the truth, you're in trouble. And so our goal in the next 40-some-odd days is to push the truth into the center of the table so that earnest, sincere people who want what's best for their community, who want to wake up every day and go to work and make a difference and help their families can have the information they need to make the correct vote on April 2nd. And as things stand now, there is no other viable option but to vote no on April 2nd. And we're encouraging people to do that. I'll also just say this. If you are an elected official and you put your own manufactured deadline to decide if you like a thing or not, you should probably stick to the deadline. I'm just saying. I don't know. And maybe don't get in fights on Twitter with, you know, folks in your district. I'm just saying, Manny, maybe don't do that. Tim, my brother, where can folks go to get more information they want to support? Like you said, there's a million dollars cash on hand for the other side, and they got more in the bank coming, but they ain't got the power of the people. So where can we go? Please, yes, we need your donations. Make checks payable to the Committee Against New Royal Stadium Taxes. That's at 1221 West 103rd Street, Box 161, 
in Kansas City, Missouri, 64114. We also have a Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash all taxed out. Our website is still being developed. It should be finalized here in the coming days. That'll be at alltaxedout.com. And then again, as you mentioned, we have a press conference this afternoon, 3 p.m. at Truman Sports Complex. And we'll be looking to hear from affected business owners. We'll be sharing more information about our campaign plans for the next 40 some odd days. We'll be standing with those people who are indeed all taxed out Love Kaufman Stadium. We'll be looking to fight for them in the next coming weeks. My man, before I let you go, I was supposed to let you go already. This has been a great conversation. You know, where do you think, where do you think this is headed, man? I appreciate a newfound coalition with even the small business owners and the working class tenants like myself, who's going to be affected. I appreciate the new folks who are going to be joining us, but I also have been a little bit concerned that the narrative so far for this Crossroads location has been almost strictly small business. And, you know, there are literally folks that live across the street from the Star Building right now. I'm not within that square, but I'm like in the second order or the third order, that ripple effect. And if we're being honest, that East Village location they were hinting at as well before the Okie Doke from Cordish, you know, Mm -hmm. that's also not good. So I am curious what you think this looks like. Let's say that we do vote this thing down. You know, you think they're going to circle back? That's going to be a shot to the ego for sure. But this is billionaires, baby. So they just want that money, man. But on top of that, also, they're going to want help from the city, which I think is why city council has been so quiet. They're going to want help from the state. And I don't think they want to piss off Jeff City because they need Parson and it's an election year, right? So, my man, that's a long roundabout way of asking you, what do you think this looks like as we are at this actual fork in the road for our city? I think it looks like this. When this gets voted down on April the 2nd, the rules will have to go back to the drawing board on what steps is next. They could bring a new tax to the legislature next year. I believe the rules say they have to wait at least a year once one tax has been defeated. I think that once they see where the people of Jackson County are, I would hope that they would see the folly in trying to put a stadium downtown at all. Because while we're talking about coalitions that are sort of being formed throughout this process, there are many people who live in East Jackson County who don't want a new stadium from you know, Lee Summit to Raytown to Blue Springs, Grain Valley, <laughs> Grandview. They do not want those residents of those cities do not want a downtown stadium. So it's not just the downtown folks who are against it. It's really a countywide rejection of this that they've tried to force upon us. I think once they lose at the ballot in April, they'll be backpedaling. But I'll say this, too, because much has been made of the fact that we have to give them what they want because if not somehow the chiefs are going to leave kansas city that is a lie that has been repeated multiple times in fact the president of the chiefs has come out and said that the 50-year relationship has been so successful and that he looks forward to the continued collaboration with jackson county so the opposite has been stated but yet people have sort of fear-mongered around that And it just shows that anytime you have to use fear and lies to try to get what you want, it's usually not a good thing you're after. And I think people are wisened up to that. They're coming to the light as more truth 
begins to get exposed. And so my sincere hope is that once this thing goes up in flames on April the 2nd, that the Royals will take a seat and that they will assess the damage they've done to their own brand by going this foolish route to begin with. And that before they ask the people of Jackson County for another dime, they'll at least consider the fact that, hey, we got seven more years on our lease agreement that we already have. Maybe we should uh, do our best to ensure that Kauffman Stadium is a world-class stadium for people to continue to come and enjoy. And whatever dreams we have of new stadiums, maybe we can take some time and get the public's perspective on what they want before we decide what's needed for them. Committee against new Royal Stadium taxes. We're voting no on April 2nd. Tim Smith, my man, will you come back on the show? Keep us posted, all that. Will do, will do. I appreciate the opportunity. And I will see you this afternoon, 3 o'clock at the Truman Sports Complex. Yes, sir.
listening to the KC Morning Show.